0: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Well, hello, everyone. I'm Lucy Edmonds, and welcome to Abacus Made Simple. Welcome to those of you in the Zoom room, and also welcome to those listening out there on ACB Media 5 so Deanna is my Zoom host today and Deb is my streamer so thank you to both of you Um, I would really appreciate it if you would all stay muted I will stop um, a couple of times for questions and I'll have Deanna give you the instructions on how to raise your hands and unmute at that time and you can ask questions but for now um, I just want to talk a little bit about things. So, um, I hope to have several of these calls as I did the first two times I offered this class, as long as people stay interested. So, um, because I want to show you a lot of different things you can do with an abacus, because I think this is still a very useful tool. Today, I'm going to... Talk a little bit about the history of the abacus and the ways you can use it. Then I'll open it up for questions before we actually get into how to how to use it. So if you already have an abacus, um, try to follow along with me later when we get into that. And if you if you don't, I hope I can make some sense out of this for you and that you'll be interested in purchasing one. So. As I said in my little introduction of this call that was in your ACB community email this morning, even though we have uh, talking calculators and computers and smartphones to make our mathematical calculations easier, some of us old schoolers like me <laughs> still like like to keep up our uh, math skills with just a basic tool such as an abacus so um. You can use an abacus to help you with a lot of simple things such as keeping score during games, counting things such as uh, rows and stitches for those of you who knit and crochet like I do. And keeping track of a phone number until you have the chance to put it in your smartphone or write it down. Or perhaps keeping track of the current date if your phone battery is dead and actually using it as a calendar. And I'm sure lots of other clever things that people think of um, that they use their abacus for. So just a little bit of history (laughs) because this is a class (laughs) so the exact origin of the abacus is not really known however for centuries man has made use of the abacus as a computer of arithmetic and in fact early modern digital computers are based on this ancient tool the romans made widespread use of the abacus and it is believed that this device generally thought to have have originated in Japan actually was introduced to the Japanese through trade with Ancient Rome. In addition to its popularity in Asia, the abacus enjoyed considerable use in Europe until the 16th or 17th centuries. and. At about this time, writing materials such as pen, ink, and paper became fairly plentiful and abacus calculation began to fall into disuse, giving place to graphic or written arithmetic. Meanwhile, in Asia, instead of faltering, the abacus flourished, receiving widespread attention from Chinese and Japanese mathematicians and other scholars. Today... Its popularity in Japan alone is enough to stagger the imagination. Its name is Soroban in Japanese. I don't know if that's exact pronunciation of that because I don't speak Japanese. (laughs) Um, There are many reasons for the popularity of the abacus. First is speed. The speed of abacus calculation is nothing short of breathtaking to someone who... um, to someone uh, witnessing an, an abacus demonstration for the first time. Um, Japan The, the, the Asian uh, people that use the abacus are extremely fast at it. Uh, um, just unbelievable. Um, uh, many skilled abacus operators can actually outperform operators of calculators both in speed and accuracy. Second is... Economy: The Abacus is inexpensive to buy and it costs nothing to maintain. If writing materials, a computer, or calculator are unavailable, another saving is realized in that only the final answer of a difficult set of calculations can be figured with an Abacus. Next is portability. The Abacus is small, lightweight, and easy to carry. Now, I know your smartphone is small also, but if your phone battery is dead, the Abacus can come in very handy. So, what does an Abacus look like? Well, there are many different versions of it which have actually been around for thousands of years. The Abacus that is used by sighted people does not really lend itself to operation by people who are blind. The incredible speed of the device stems from the fact that the counters or beads are free to travel back and forth on their columns with virtually no resistance. the merest touch of a finger will move a counter or bead and this makes it somewhat difficult for a person who is blind to operate a standard abacus because the beads uh, will move if you touch them and your calculations will become inaccurate. So the two that I'm going to talk about today and the ones we will use for this class are the Cranmer C R A N M E R Abacus and the Ryzen R E I Z E N Abacus. And these are two that have been adapted especially for those of us who are blind or visually impaired. Um because the beads don't 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 slide easily and I'll tell you why in a minute. The Cranmer was developed by Tim Cranmer in about 1963, I think. And I just learned about the rise in abacus while I was um, preparing for this class the first time I did it. So all I know about it really is what my students have told me and what I read on websites. So they're both rectangular, probably about... And I should have should have measured this, but let me just I don't know finger measure it. Uh maybe eight inches long and about four inches wide, I would say, and about maybe three quarters to an inch thick. And um so the the framework is made of plastic and within the frame there are vertical columns of plastic beads which are strung on metal rods and the Cranmer um, the Cranmer has uh, 13 columns and the Ryzen has two versions I believe one with 13 and one with 15 columns so um There is a felt padding underneath the beads which keeps them from sliding too easily. That's uh, why I um, say that these two versions should be used by those of us who are blind so um, that you can feel their position without moving the beads. So Each column has five beads separated by a bar that goes horizontally across the entire framework. And the beads are separated into a group of four beads below the bar and then one bead on the top of each column above that bar. So you would hold the abacus or lay it down on a table or however you want to position it hold it horizontally so that the groups of four beads are closest to you and the groups of one bead are facing away from you. Now across that bar that separates the groups of beads there are raised markings um, to help you keep track of the uh, columns. So. On the Cranmer, there are raised dots on the bar above each group of four beats, and a small raised line after every three columns. So you have three raised dots, one small raised line, three dots, one small raised line and so on across the abacus. Um, On the Ryzen abacus, I think that there is just a small raised line after each three columns and no dots over each column, but I've never seen one, so I'm just speaking from the description I read on a website, so I'm not really sure about what the markings are on that one. Okay, so you may ask where can I get one of these interesting things? Well, I found four places where you can um, purchase them. The most expensive one is from the American Printing House for the Blind for $36. <clears throat> and this is the Cranmer, the one w- um, with the 13 columns for sure, and that's the one that came out first. and their website is www.aph.org. Next is the Ryzen Abacus, uh, the one, I think you can get the one with either 13 or 15 columns at MaxiAIDS, uh, and the one with 15 columns was 2195 and I don't have the price on the other one. Um, their website is www.maxiaids.com www.maxiaids, Next is the Ryzen Abacus at Independent Living Aids and I actually am not sure which one that is, how many columns it has, but it's fourteen ninety-five, and their website is www.independentliving.com now the cheapest one is from the braille bookstore and it is uh, a 13 column abacus and um, although it does not name the brand I'm gonna assume and I hope I can safely do that here (laughs) I'm gonna assume that it is comparable to the uh Cranmer because it has 13 columns. So it sells for 9.95. So where do you think you'd buy one of those? The one for $36 or the one for 9.95? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I know where I'd go if it was me. So we do have quite a price difference here from 36 down to 9.95. So um the you Braille also have Sto- two hands up, Lucy. Okay, we'll wait. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. So the Braille Bookstore actually has um, two web addresses from which you can access their store: uh, www.brailbookstore.com and also www.futureaids.com. Okay. Now, there are three books that you can get if you want some references for learning the abacus. Two of them are available as um, downloads from um, BARD from the National Library Service. Uh, Abacus Made Easy by May Davido, D-A-V-I-D-O-W, and the book number, if you want it, or even if you don't, I'm going to give it. DBZ two four seven three eight and advocacy Basic Competency Accounting Method by by who? Uh, oh, I know, Susan M. Millaway. Yeah, and that book number is DBZ two four seven three nine. And there's also one that you can download free from the American Printing House called Using the Cranmer Abacus for the Blind by Fred Gisoni, G-I-S-S-O-N-I, I believe. Um, now, there may also be some stuff available on Bookshare, but I'm not a member, so I'm not sure about that. So, All right. Now let's open it up for some questions. If you have anything you want to ask about what I've talked about so far, you can raise your hand, and Deanna will call on you. And first, we'll have her give you the instructions on how do you how do you, how you how you do what you need to do and when you need to do it. All right, Deanna.
2: Okay. When you first <laughs> enter one of the ACB community calls, um, if you're on a PC or a Mac, you're going to have to look for the "Got It" button. Um, you can tab twice, basically will get you there. Um, and if you can't find it, you can always back out, come back in again and try again to find it. Because sometimes it won't show up and other times it will. Um, that's important because you can't mute, unmute and do all of those other things if you didn't hit that button because it's an agreement With ACB that you understand that the session is being recorded. Um, In this case, it's being streamed and it's being recorded for replay, but most of the time it's being recorded for safety reasons so that we don't have to deal with ghosts and people come into such Zoom meetings to disrupt them. And um, this helps us track if someone is out of line or behaving badly, so that we know who it is. Then to raise or lower your hand on a PC, um, it's Alt-Y. To mute and unmute is Alt-A. On the Mac, to raise or lower your hand is Option-Y. To mute and unmute is Command-Shift-A. From the app on a smart device, to raise or lower your hand, um is you have to find the More button, which on a smartphone is on the lower, lower right-hand corner of your screen. Tap that to enter that, and then you'll have a list of options there, and you'll look for the Raise Hand button and tap on that. To Mute and Unmute is in the lower left-hand corner, and it's just a toggle that you can use without having to go through layers on a phone keypad to raise your hand is a star nine to mute and unmute is a star six all All right. right and your first hand up is Jeanette you may unmute hi Jeanette
0: Hi, Lucy. So, two things. The Independent Living Aids, when I bought mine, sold both the 13 rod and the 15 rod. And at that time, I think there was only a dollar difference in price. Oh, cool. Good to know. Um, And the other thing is, since we know I have the Ryzen and not the Cranmore, Mm -hmm. I can confirm for you, and I have two of them sitting in front of me, that we have the little bar and the three dots in both places. Awesome. 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 Um, Cool. They may be a little harder to feel that on your abacus, but they're definitely there. I don't know. Mine's pretty old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I'm thinking maybe that's why somebody thought they weren't there.
1: Yeah. Maybe I just got that from the website. I'm not even sure. Um, yeah, so, so it sounds like that they are just like almost identical, except that the Cranmer, of course, has the letters across the top, APH.
0: Yes, <laughs> and there are no letters on this one, I guarantee you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, very cool. All right. Thank you very much. Welcome.
2: And your next hand is Diane Scalzi. You
3: All may right. unmute. Oh, okay. Hey Lucy, I just I just can't get enough of this uh enough of this <laughs> call. Anyway. <laughs> um uh, the thing I was going to mention, and maybe um maybe um Jeanette just did, but the um Cranmer? Cranmer? Yeah Cranmer <laughs> abacus also has the same dot arrangement below all the beads on the bottom. Yep. of the board that is so true and I I failed to mention that too um, <laughs> and and my abacus is real old but I can still feel them pretty sharply <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so
1: so all the dots and the raised line configuration that I talked about that's on the bar is also at the very bottom of the abacus below the groupings of four beads hmm yeah Okay, I did forget that, and I think I forgot it the other two classes, too. <laughs>
3: well, I'm, I'm glad I'm here to mention it then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, All Lucy. right.
3: Thank you. <laughs> All right,
1: anybody else? Not All right. this time. Okie dokie. All right, so <clears throat> now let's start talking about how you can actually use this thing. All right, first... Let's talk about the columns. For um, counting and mathematical calculations, you would start at the far right hand column. And this is the ones or units column. So, excuse me, the four beads below the bar all have a value of one. And the bead above the bar has a value of 5. So you can count to 9 in this column. The next column is 10s. So each bead below the bar in this column has a value of 10. And the bead above the bar has a value of fifty. So if you were to use these two columns just to count with, you would have a number of 99. Next is hundreds, then thousands, ten thousands, and so on and so on. Until you get to, <laughs> Until you get to ten thousands, hundred thousands, millions, ten millions, hundred thousands, Billions, ten billion, billion, 100 billion, trillions. The trillions column is the very far left column. Wow. You'd have to do a lot of adding and subtracting and multiplying and dividing to get to trillions. I don't think I've ever done, well, I know I haven't ever done that. (laughs) Um, All right, so. You do have another hand up. All right, we can
2: take that. Twinkling Tori, you may unmute.
1: Hi,
3: Tori. Hello. Um, I, I will be the adulting, so um, I'm not sure if I missed something, but when you were saying about um, th- where to get the book for how to learn to use it, mm-hmm. um, where did you say you could? Because I didn't catch anywhere that I could potentially get it. Ah, that's true. I Now, the abacus itself is fine. I know that I can order from the Braille Superstore. I've done so before.
1: Yeah. um, Well, the one place you could download is from the American Printing House. You can get um, either the Abacus Made Easy book or the Using the Cranmer Abacus. they are free downloads but I gotta say they are very difficult to find <laughs> um, I have both of them and let's see, I, I have oh, I have Abacus made easy as a docs file, Microsoft Word and the using the Cranmer Abacus as a BRF file, a braille file. so. If anybody wants me to email these books to them, just email Cindy at community at acb.org and ask her for my, um, you know, tell her you want to email me and she'll send you, send me your email and then I can, I can email those books to you. I have both of those. I don't, well no, I have the other one. Uh, but it's a download from the National Library Service, which you can't get, obviously, Tori. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I can, I can, you know, I can email you both of those books if, you know, anybody who wants those can tell Cindy. That's why you want my email. So, yeah.
3: okay, I'll do that then. Thanks, Lucy. Sure.
1: All right. Anybody else? Okay. Not at this time. Alrighty. Good. So. As I said earlier, you can count things and you can keep score during games such as when Cindy and Mika keep score during its playtime on Friday evenings during their community call. I know Cindy uses an abacus and I think Mika does too um, to keep score of each team um, probably on different sides of the abacus, you know. Team 1 is on the left, maybe, and Team 2 is on the right. I don't know. But I I know I've done that for Cindy a couple of times when Mika hasn't been available, and that's how I did it. Um, So it's kind of good for that. So if if your game is um, one that scores points one at a time, this is quite simple. But if not, you may need to do some simple addition, which we will get to in a minute. Um, you can use it for writing down phone numbers. Now, I I have an abacus right here by where I sit always. Um, it's on my end table, and if I if I call someone and I you know I don't have my iPhone, don't have my Braille display right at hand, I will grab that abacus and uh, put that phone number down on an abacus. Um, so. I actually, uh, to write a phone number, I start at the the far left of the abacus. And um, so when, when putting a number on a column of the abacus, this is known as setting the number. And taking a number off is known as clearing the number. So if I were to write a phone number, let's say, I'll just use my parents' old phone number because they don't have it anymore. So, well, they're not here anymore anyway. But, <laughs> um, So, <clears throat> the number is 517 area code. So, I would start at the very far left of the abacus and I would set the five bead, which is the one above the bar, in the very far left column. In the next column, I would set one bead in um, the group of beads below the bar and then the next number would be seven so I would set two beads below the bar and one above so that is a seven. The next number is six so in the fourth column from the left I would put set one bead below the bar and the five bead above the bar and the next number is 2. So in the fifth column from the left, I would set two beads in the grouping below the bar. 5, one, seven, 6, 2, and then another 7, which I've already explained, and then another 2, which I've explained, and another 7 in the next column. 4 in the... 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9th column i would set four beads below the bar and in the 10th column i would set two so then um, okay that's you know you that's that's for an emergency when you when you don't have anything to write a phone number and then you can look at that you know when you get something available to uh, write it down or record it, and you could read it five one seven six two seven two seven four two. who Thank you, Abacus, Yes. <laughs> when you need to um, do something very quickly uh, and you don't, like I said, have anything like that available. So that's um, that's a that you know heck that's that's enough of a, a reason to spend ten bucks on one. You know. <laughs> just saying um so also as i said earlier you can use it to uh keep track of the date and actually use it as a calendar to find out like what day a certain date falls on and we may get to that um much later in the class it's it's actually kind of um kind of, uh, I don't want to say difficult, but um, kind of hard to uh, explain. But once you get it, it's kind of cool, actually. It's kind of cool. All right, So we can do all of the mathematical calculations uh, that you would normally do. Addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, You can do fractions and decimals and there is an advanced abacus class that's being taught uh, Tuesday evenings by Mary and um, she gets into the uh, fractions and decimals which (laughs) I don't have the courage to do. (laughs) Um, Actually, I'd like to learn from her but it kind of falls at the wrong time for me to join the class. Um, So we're just going to do Uh, addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division in this one. Um, So we'll start out with addition and the first type of addition is called simple direct addition and this is where you can set the numbers on the abacus and you actually have enough beads in each column to do this. So some simple examples of this are, let's say we want to add 21 and 68. So 21 plus 68. So we're gonna go over to the far right of our abacus and the second column would be where our tens go. So we want two tens which makes 20. So we set two beads below the bar and 1 in our units column, so now we have 21 set on our abacus. Now we want to add 68 to that. Okay, so to set 6, we set one bead below the bar, so now you have 3 in the tens column, and we set one bead above the bar, which is 50. And now we have 80, okay, 81. Now to 81, we want to add that 8 from our 68. So we would set three beads below the bar and then one bead above the bar, which is our 5. So our answer is 89, okay? So that's that's very simple addition. Um, so... um. Is there anyone, uh, well I know I know Diane and Jeanette and Mary, um, I know you all have Avakai. I think that, you can either say Avakai or Avakuses <laughs> as a plural of that word and I don't know which one I like better. I don't know. They both sound kind of weird but um, let's see. So... So Karen, I know you have an abacus. Um, Do you remember any of this addition that you, you know, that you might have uh, learned a little bit of?
0: Karen? Are you there? Can you
3: hear me now? Yep. There she is. Yeah. Um, I'm following what you've said so far. This is really my first introduction to
1: this. Oh, okay, great. All right. Okay, so so I will go ahead and um, we'll do a couple more of these. All right. So let's say this one's a little um, not harder, but just a little different because we have three three columns. Three fifteen plus one sixty three. Okay, so we're going to set three in the third column from the right, that's our hundreds column, and then we're going to set one in our tens column, and five, which is the bead above the bar in our far right column, or our units column. So now we have set 315. 315. Okay, so to that we want to add 163. Alright, so where we have our three in our hundreds column, we're going to add one, so we set one bead in the um, group of beads below the bar, so now we have four in that column. And then we want to set six in our tens column where we have the one already, so we will set one below the bar for our one, ten, I should say ten. and. One above the bar for our 50, which makes 60, and now we have seven in that column because we already had a one. And in our units column or our ones column, now we want to set a three below the bar for 163. So now our answer is four, seven, eight. All right, okay, cool. Let's see, what do I have next? Da-da, da-da.
4: Oh, we, well. Uh, this is Terry. I had my, I've had my hand raised. Oh, I'm sorry, Terry. Okay. No, well, you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I just wanted to let you know that I'm here, and I also have an abacus. So. Oh, wonderful! Okay. Great. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. I
2: didn't mention it because you hadn't asked for questions yet.
4: Oh,
1: sorry oh. about that. <laughs> okay.
2: No problem.
1: Okay, from now on, I guess we'll just take questions as they come, okay? All right. Um, so, you know, those are pretty simple. You know, uh, that's called direct addition. Now, there are several types of other addition which are called indirect addition. There, um, there is some... That involve uh oh, here we go again, me trying to figure out how to explain stuff <laughs> <laughs> now, maybe we won't get into that yet um we'll do we'll do a couple more of these. we can do a couple more of these, I think, all right, so let's do um. I wonder why I put that there. I don't know. All right. So, let's do um, 65 plus 23. All right. So, in our tens column, we're going to set. All right. I, I, I think I want somebody to explain this. Um, all right.
2: Terry has so her hand
1: up. Who does? Terry.
2: Terry oh, nails. good.
4: Okay, Terry. Go for it. Good, good. I will do this problem for you. All right. Good. <laughs> Okay, so what is it again now? 65 plus 23. Okay, so for 65, you're going to go all the way to the right, and then you're going to do your second column over to the left, which is your tens column. Mm -hmm. You're going to put the 10 up, the one underneath the bar, set to that, and that's 10. And you're going to pull down the five, which is above the bar, and that's 60. (laughs) Did you say one or three? Uh sixty-five plus twenty-three, oh, five. Okay. <laughs> then I'm sorry. Sorry. Anyway, and then you're going to go to the units column, which is to um to the right, and you're going to pull. You're going to set the five, so you're going to pull that down to the which is above the bar. That's sixty-five, okay. and now we're going to add twenty-three to sixty-five. So in the tens column, we're going to add two below the bar. So we're going to set that. That gives you eighty. And then we're going to add three to the units column, which is to the right of that. And you're so you're going to set three beads up below the bar. So that gives you 88.
1: Yeah, very good. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. All right. So who would like to try? Oh, and um, just just as a uh, point of reference here, um, I don't normally do this, but most people do. If you have um, two numbers that you want to add, some people will actually set the second number over to the far left of the abacus just so they can remember it. Um, Like I say, I don't normally do that, but I know students in my last two classes have done it. So who would like to do 325 plus 152? Uh, Diane
2: Skelsey has her hand up.
3: All right, Diane. Okay, am I unmuted? Um, yes. yes. Okay. All right, so it was 325 plus 162, did you say? 152. 152. 152. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and I'm one of those ones that puts it on the left so that I don't forget it. Okay, <laughs> so... Um, first of all, 325. Okay, so you're going to start um, three columns from the right end of your abacus. And um, you're going to set uh, three, your three beads uh, below the bar. Uh, then you'll go one to the right. And you said three twenty-five, right? Mm-hmm. I probably need to set both of them so I remember them. <laughs> um, okay, so then uh, the the number two in your tens column, you're going to set the uh, twenty by setting two beads below the bar, and then uh, on your final column at the right, you're going to set five um, by you're going to uh, by setting the 5, bringing down the 5, which is above the bar, and that gives you 325. Now, to add 152, in going back again to the uh, leftmost column, not leftmost column, but the third column from the right end of the abacus, um, you're going to set a 1, which you can do by just... Uh, Bringing up the uh, last one bead, which is below the bar. Uh, You'll set the five where the two is in the next column to the right. So you'll just um, bring down the five bead um, from from above the bar. And... We're setting a two in the last column on the right. So you'll bring, uh, you'll set two beads from, uh, from below the bar. And hopefully I got a an answer of, hopefully I got a right answer of 477.
1: Yep, that's right.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool.
1: All right. Very good. All right. So, let's see. We can do one more. Um, who wants to do 521 plus 278? Anybody? I can. Okay. It-
2: We've got two participants with hands oh. up. <laughs> oh, okay. Go to your hands. Oh. Sorry. It wasn't. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. Um Okay. Just a second. I think it was Jeanette that had her hand up. Yes, Jeanette had her hand up. I
0: did, but... (laughs) Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Can you repeat the numbers, please? Sure. Because I...
1: 521 plus 278.
0: Okay. So, on the right-hand side of my abacus, I'm going to put the five from the top bar two beads from the one bar and in the ones column I'm going to put one from the one bar and then I'm going to add the five oh no 278 I'm sorry I'm going to add two from the bottom bar in the hundreds column and then I'm going to add seven, two from the bottom row in the tens and the five. And in the ones column, I'm going to add three from the bottom bar and the one from the five. And I'm going to get 7 Mm-hmm. All right. Very good.
1: Okay, so you know that um, that seems you know quite uh, clear and um, easy enough to do. Is there anyone who has any questions on what we've done so far? Because we're gonna move on. <laughs> Okay. All right, so now there will come a time when you have numbers that you will have to add together and you will find that you don't have enough beads to do what you need to do and you will say how the heck do i do this no all right so this is when you when you don't have enough beads to do what you need to do it is called indirect addition um so there are two types of indirect addition and the first one we will talk about is when you don't have enough beads down below the bar and you may have to borrow from the five row or the the row above the bar alright so let's say you want to add three plus four All right. so you can set your three in the ones column and you want to add four to that oh no i don't have enough what do i do All right, so you are going to say, all right, I want to add 4, but I can't. So how far is 4 away from 5? It is 1 away from 5. So I'm going to add 5 and subtract 1 because you didn't actually need 5 that you added. You only needed 4. So you can subtract 1 from the 3 beads that you already added. So now you have 7. Okay. Alright, now let's say we want to add 12 plus 4. Alright, so we put 1, we set 1 in the tens column and we set 2 in the units column. Now we want to add 4 to that. Hmm, well I don't have enough beads in this ones column to do that. So we're gonna say All right, well, <clears throat> I, uh, I can't do this, so how far is uh, 4 away from 5 and it's 1? It's so we're going to add 5 in the ones column and subtract 1 because we only wanted to add 4. But we had to add 5 because we didn't have enough uh, beads below the bar. So now we have 16. All right? All right. Let's say um, um. Well, why do I have this here? Hmm. This doesn't make sense. This is a direct addition problem. Um. No, it isn't. Is it? No, it isn't. I'm. Li- I lied. Never mind. All right. <laughs> Teacher's uh, tired. Anyway, let's say um. Forty-five plus all right let's okay who wants to explain this anybody raise their hand if they want to explain this terry has her hand up all right mary terry terry sorry
4: terry no problem (laughs) (laughs) so you want to give me the problem yep you just said 45 okay 45 plus 32 okay set the four in the in the uh tens column which is the second one over from the far right and you're going to pull down your five above the stop on the unit I mean to the right of that which is in the units column so now you have 45 now you're going to add 32 so in the tens column you're going to add three to the four well there's not enough beads below this the um, bar so how far is three from five It's 2, so you're going to pull down the 5 and you're going to subtract Mm 2, which gives you 7 or 70, Mm -hmm. and then you're going to add 2 to the 5 in the units column, Mm
1: -hmm.
4: so your answer is 77.
3: Yeah. All
1: right. Good deal. That's good. Mm -hmm. See obviously you can do these simple ones in your head but the reason that I'm having people explain how to do it is because I want to know I want I want you to know why you're doing what you're doing because that will make it so that these calculations become robotic or rote or automatic or whatever word you want to use um so that uh, when you um, use the abacus as long as I have, then you don't need to um, to think about why you're doing what you're doing. And so <laughs> that makes it really hard for me to teach it because I have to really think about why did I do that and try to explain it to all of you. <laughs> and, and I've had a really hard time with some of this <laughs> as my... Um, Students who have been with me for a long time, no. (laughs) Okay, Um, let's do, um, let's do, oh, this is kind of cool. Who wants to do um, 234
3: plus 143? Diane, is your hand up? All right, Diane. Okay, so two, let, let me put this other number down here, 143. All right, so um, the first number is 234, so we uh, move over three columns from the right end of the abacus, and we set uh, two beads below the bar in the hundreds column, three beads below the bar in the tens column, or 30, and four was the last number, Mm -hmm. and four in the ones column now we want to add uh 143 so uh uh, the number one we go back to the um third column from the right and we can set one directly so we do that then in the column where the 30 is We want to add four, and, of course, there aren't enough beads below the bar to do that. So um, four from five is one, so we're going to set um, one – no, yeah, we're going to – I always do it the other way. Uh, I'm going to set five above the bar, and I'm going to subtract one. From below the bar mm-hmm. and then uh the last number is four and again four is one away from five so i'm going wait to- you're adding three to it oh i'm i'm sorry i'm yeah. sorry i'm adding what you're adding three to the four that's already there okay <laughs> okay oh i got confused all right thanks <laughs> so basically three is um 2 away from 5 so i'm going to set my 5 above the bar and then subtract um 2 from below the bar mm-hmm. and i have 377 yep all right good
1: okay All right.
3: System,
1: low power, system, low power. You oh, have 10% we power got eight volume. minutes. Oh dear.
2: Okay. Um, I didn't want to interrupt when you were just about to check the time. <laughs>
1: didn't want to interrupt the student at the time. Yeah. All right. So I think that we're not going to get into the second type of um, indirect addition until the next class. Uh, So, um, let's see. Um, Who would like to do... Let's see. Oh, I gotta think of something in my head here. (laughs) I don't have any more written down. Um, How about um, I don't know. Let's see three twenty four plus two twenty three. Two twenty
0: three. Jeanette's Jeanette, hand is up. All right, Jeanette. Okay. So, on the right-hand side of my abacus, I put in the hundreds column, three from the bottom row, in the tens column, two from the bottom row, and in the ones column, four from the bottom row. Then I go to my number, and I'm going to add two to the three, which I can't, Mm -hmm. which I cannot do. So, two from five is three. So, I'm going to clear three and pull down five from the top row uh-huh. and then I have a two and I'm adding I have two abacuses here and I just went to the wrong one <laughs> um I'm adding two. Seven. Oh, two to it yeah I didn't totally clear the other number, so sorry about that. Um, Okay, so um, I'm going to add 2 from the 100s column row from the bottom row. (laughs) Then I'm going to add 2 from the 10s row to the next row. And then 4 plus 3, I can't do that, but 3 is 2 away from 5. So I'm going to take the 5 down from the top row and add, I mean uh, clear away the um, 2 and I will get 2.47. Actually you have 5.47. Oh, it is five. I I cleared the wrong number, five forty-seven. <laughs> oh, I had it wrong too. And and you know what? I have two advocates sitting here, and I looked at the wrong one, <laughs> but it, I do have five forty-seven.
1: <laughs> All right. So is that is that clear to everybody? Why why we had what we had? Okay.
4: Yes, it is. Okay,
2: cool. <laughs>
1: 547 okay great
2: okay yeah terry right. had her hand up to say. no I, I you know answer. what i did i <laughs> i hit that instead of the alt
4: oh <laughs> it's going too quick okay
2: so i was looking at going okay she wants to answer
4: <laughs> <laughs> sorry
1: all right well i think we're gonna stop here because we only have a couple of minutes, three minutes, four minutes, something like that. And first ask if anyone has any questions over what we've talked about, um, where you can get books, where you can get Avakai, where you can whatever. Um, no questions? Any questions? And like I said, if you um, if you want copies of those two books that I talked about, You can uh, email community at acb.org and uh, tell Cindy you want your email sent to me um, and I can email you those files. I have the one as a DOCX file, uh, the Abacus Made Easy, and then the other one um, using the Cranmer Abacus I have as a BRF for refreshable braille display. And I just want to say that both books are very good. For some things, I like each of them. Um, And I don't like certain things about each of them. So, So, yeah. So, everybody, thank you for coming. And Deb, thanks for streaming. And Deanna, thanks
0: for hosting. And we'll see you in two weeks on the 17th.